0: For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. He so loved us. He so loved this young girl. He so loved those parents. He so loved them all. That He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Praise the Lord. Psalm 68 5 and 6 says it this way. He's a father to the fatherless. A defender of widows is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. And leads forth the prisoners with singing. Hallelujah. 1 John 3.16 It's interesting how John 3.16 says For God so loves the world. But then... And later in the Bible, in the back of the book, 1 John 3.16, it says this is how we know what love is. That Jesus Christ laid down His life for us. Wow. It's amazing. So great a love, He showed His love. He gave His love. He demonstrated His love in that He died for us. He gave His only begotten Son... To take the place of us for our sins, penalty, death. He took that for us that we might have life instead of death. No greater love. The Father sent His Son so that the only begotten could become the first begotten. Think of this. The Father sent His Son so that the only begotten could become the first begotten of many brethren. The only begotten Son becomes now the first begotten of many sons. You see, we were separated and away from God and under the influence of sin and our sin nature, and it corrupted not only us, but it corrupted the whole creation that God put us in charge. The the hurricanes, the tsunamis, the earthquakes, the governments at war with each other, all uh, hell that broke loose was a result of the fall of man, mankind in charge of the whole creation that God gave us, the whole world, He put us in charge. Mankind fell and that sin nature came out in all of this broken homes and families. Fathers who weren't living up to the glory that God's called the family to be. But husband and wives fighting, breaking up, children being raised without a father in the home. God created that family unit. Before he created the church. Created Father, mother, husband, wife, to be together in harmony with him. And because they are in harmony with him, they can be in harmony with one another. Hayes said it so good. We, we experience his love. This is love. Not that we love him, but he first loves us. We experience that love and it can overflow to our spouse in our children, in our children's children, and in this way with God walking in harmony, that family unit can be together and be a blessing. But yet, because the mankind has fallen, we see it busted up, broken, messed up all over, where we don't know how to be fathers or mothers. We see people choose other things over their children, even choosing drugs over their babies. world's messed up place. But God so loved the world... That even for those of us who don't know how, didn't know how to be mothers or fathers or sons or daughters, He has a plan to restore it all. He loved us so much that we couldn't live up to it. He sent His only begotten Son to become sin for us that the penalty fall on Him that we could be made right again with God with a new spirit and now we can understand what it is to love God our spouse, and our children, and our neighbor, and our relative, because we've received His love. Amen? Amen. Amen. So He had a plan to fix it all from the beginning and demonstrate His love in such a way that what you saw here, Christ took it all, that we might be restored completely. The Father sent His Son so that the only begotten could become the first begotten of many, brethren there you have the in that statement you have the whole story of the incarnation and the cross the incarnation god becoming man god himself becoming a man jesus christ god incarnate okay god in the flesh we call him emmanuel god with us He didn't come from Adam. He's the second Adam come from God. He's the Word of God become flesh. He's God walking among us. God the Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God the Son. God the Holy Spirit. These three are one. So He demonstrates that. Praise the Lord. There you have the purpose of God fulfilled. The purpose of God to restore the broken. Restore the fatherless. Restore back to his family as father son and daughter relationship turn with me to Romans chapter 8 Romans 8 and let's look at verse 29 Romans 8:29 for those God foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son don't don't uh, don't let that foreknew and predestin uh, shake you. Look, God is omnipotent, omnipresent. He knows all. He's aware of all. And He actually knows us from before the time we actually came to be. With him in the beginning, he knows who says yes to his son, writes your name in the book of life, hallelujah, has a plan to lead, guide you. You're destined to be conformed into the very image of the firstborn of all creation, Jesus Christ. He's the firstborn of many brethren, many like him, hallelujah. Jesus Christ came from above, not from below. He came from above and we who believe in him, we're born again like him. A new creation, a new type of creation. We were the world people from Adam. Now we come to Jesus Christ and we're born again. We're born from above. He's the firstborn of many brethren. We're born into His image. And God foreknew you, predestined for you to be conformed to the image of His Son when you said yes to Jesus. Man, how beautiful you know distracted by all the things of life and family in the world and feeling rejected feeling abandoned feeling neglected you know the first picture of god should be a loving father but so many didn't experience a loving father maybe it wasn't a love some of us praise god you had loving fathers you had loving stepfathers you had loving families some did not had alcoholic stepfathers or fathers or ones who beat or ones who abused, ones who verbally abused them, ones who rejected them, ones who abandoned them when you don't even know your father. And the first image of God is, well, if, if, if the father is the first image of God, some have a, an abandonment image of God. Who is he? Well, if God's a father, I don't want him because I don't want him to be like my father was or something like that. But I'm telling you in faith from what we just heard in the song, "God's a good, good Father. He's the ultimate father. He's the father maybe you never had. He's the Father that you never were, but could can be, because now you've received His love, and that can change you and how you treat others. Amen. God's a, a good, good Father. Let's, let's look at it. He, he predestined us, those He foreknew, to be conformed to the very likeness of His Son, Jesus. While wow. watch this. Romans 8.29, I want you to see it. Is it on the screen? Praise the Lord. That He might be the firstborn among many brothers. He uses it in the male gender here, but He's talking about all of mankind, male, female the firstborn of many brothers and many sisters, okay? He became one of us to walk this earth, to take our place as mankind's hero, our big brother who won the victory for us, and through what he did, restored our relationship back to the Father. Amen? Amen? So he's the firstborn of many brothers. Now we who have been lonely or without a family, now you have been taken in by the ultimate father, God, who loved you so much. He demonstrated love. He sent his own son. He died for you. No greater love that a man has that than that to lay down his life for his friends. He laid down his life. It was demonstrated so beautifully in this drama. He gave himself for you. He demonstrated. He proved his love that we might receive his love be born and taken into his family and God could be that good, good father to you. Amen. Hallelujah. The firstborn of many brothers. In those of us, all of you who've received Christ, predestined, he's also called you. Hallelujah. Those he called, he's also justified. Just as if I'd never sinned. That's what justified means you're new here give it to you justified never done it i'm justified i stand before a holy god completely 100 percent justified as if i've never sinned that's my relationship with god completely pure completely holy unashamedly uh, i can jump in his lap at any time i never feel away from him i never feel discarded i never feel not good enough to sit in his lap I'm always available to, to jump in his lap, sit in his lap, uh, be with him, walk with him. If I blow it, if I make a mistake, I know that my relationship with my loving father is not dependent on how good I'm doing. Isn't that good news? So many churches, so many religions don't understand that. They base their relationship with God on how good they're doing. It's not based on that. My relationship with God is based on how good my big brother Jesus did. Amen. My relationship with God is based on how good he did. I received the blessing from God based on what Christ did, not based on what I do. I receive forgiveness based on what Christ has done. Hallelujah. That love, it's not that I went trying to first love him. This happened because while I was yet a sinner, he loved me and first loved me. And that love is what introduced me to him and I received it and I came into his family before I deserved it, before I changed myself, before I quit sinning, before any of that. Praise the Lord. He just received me. Hallelujah. Because of my faith in Christ, I'm in. And you know that one that saved me has the power to keep me. I didn't get saved through faith, through faith. And have to keep my salvation through good works. I didn't get saved through faith and then get blessed through good works. I didn't get saved through faith and then exercise my right to pray for my family in Florida or whatever. That, and knowing God hears, hears me whether or not I've done good this week or not. He hears me because I go to him in the name of Jesus. Not in my name. I have access to the throne of God to pray and to believe and to receive based on the goodness of my hero, my big brother, Jesus. I go to come to you, God, in the name of Jesus, and he hears me just like if it was Jesus praying. Amen. Amen. Half of you believe that. Because I'm as righteous as Jesus. Because it's not my righteousness I'm standing here. It's His. Christ gave you as a gift by faith in Him. The firstborn, the only begotten, became the first begotten of many. The firstborn of many brethren. Many of the same family made like Him, recreated into His image. Hallelujah. Wow. Those he justified, just as if I've never done it, just of like I've never sinned before. That's how God sees us. Wow! That's why we call this grace. I'm just like that, and now that I'm justified, um, he's also glorifying himself in me. It says, "Those he justified," Romans. Uh, praise God, eight. Verse 30, those He called, He also justified. Those He justified, He also glorified. As though it's past tense. Wow. You mean, okay, okay, look at this now. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Did you see this family situation? I was saying for this young girl's life, okay and for her the her parents and their marriage in the family it was short of the god's glory all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god we focus so much on the sin but we're not getting the main part of that verse the main part is we fall short of the glory and god wants to put the glory back you see mankind fell from his glory Sin came in. Jesus came to fix it that we can walk in the full glory of how He created us to be. God wants to be glorified in His creation. When an eagle soars, you look up and you can see the glory of God. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. When you see an oak tree so grand The God is glorified, when things created do what they're created for, the glory of God is on display, is revealed. When people walk with Him in harmony, then He is glorified in our life. He's glorified in our marriage. He's glorified in our children. He's glorified in what we do and say because he's with us. We're with him. We're walking with him. And God's glory is on display through his people, the church. We are the body of the living Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hey. The world can complain about people fighting about race and this, but we see the glory of God as the body of Christ in Houston comes together and helps one another. Hallelujah. God's glory is on display. Amen? Yes. Okay. When you see what's broken, when you see what's distorted, when you see what's wrong, what's evil, that's Satan. But God so loves us anyway. Praise God that He gave. He gave His only begotten Son. Now, from Romans, flip back toward Revelation and go with me to Hebrews. Hebrews. If you get to Revelation, just flip back a few pages. I like preaching to people that i got to tell them where the book is. That's a good thing. That means we always got new folks coming. Amen? We love to have new folks. Plus, it gives me time to find it myself. Hebrews 2, Hebrews 2, look at this, verse 10, in bringing many sons and daughters to glory, in bringing many sons and daughters to glory, hallelujah, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the author of their salvation perfect through suffering. It was fitting for God to make the author of your and my salvation make Jesus perfect through suffering. Do you know the Bible says Jesus learned obedience? Think about that. We think he was born... And then he walked around Nazareth with a big halo on his head and he was shining with the glory. Buddy, those kids in, in Nazareth where he grew up didn't believe in him. He didn't walk around with a halo. He never sinned, but they didn't know it. He, was a, he became a person like you and me. He had to become flesh. God gave rulership over the earth To mankind, hallelujah, man blew it and there was a way to salvation to keep the law completely. Man couldn't do it. So praise God, he loved us anyway. He sent one who could. He sent himself in the form of a man that walked like us, that was around, that had, uh, uh, praise God, uh, a temptation all around. Just like Adam was in perfect harmony with God and was tempted and had free choice, Jesus was tempted and had free choice, but he never yielded to it. He didn't have the nature of Adam to fall to it, though, because Adam had sinned. He had the nature of God, so he could defeat it. Satan came to him. He was led by the Spirit of God into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He was led to be tempted, so he was tempted, but he defeated it by the Word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So he conquered the enemy. He conquered what we couldn't. He lived that holy life. He became the ultimate sacrifice. He died in our place. And then he gave us his blessing. Hallelujah. In his place. Isn't that amazing? What an exchange we're talking about. We're talking about the good news of Jesus Christ, the gospel, what he did and how clear it is. So watch this, in bringing many sons and daughters to glory, we fell from glory, we fall short from the glory, so He fixed it to bring us back to be fully glorified, that if we're walking with God, talking with God, listening to God, being led by God, then we will live the life that He created us for, and the life He created us for was glorious. Hello? Hello? Church, I'm telling you, He didn't just save you from hell so you can barely get by in this earth with all the pressures of, of all the world around and hardly make it and, you know, struggle till you get there and then get a, you know, a, 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 um, some shack in the corner of heaven somewhere because you barely made it. That's not why He died. Man, that would be pretty bad. Lord Jesus came and you saw how they beat him. You saw how they spit on him. You saw how they accused him. He did all that so you could barely make it. I don't think so. He did that to restore you to glory. That what you were created for, you can now live. That the harmony you can walk with God, perfect and holy, that you can walk with Him completely. Not separated by our sin anymore. Not separated by your shortcomings today. Because God looks at you and He remembers your sin no more. God looks at you and He sees the righteousness of His Son Jesus instead of your fault God's not judging you and punishing you for your sin if you have a court case coming up that's not God's judgment it's not that's your own mistake in the world system and Satan is cutting you up but God so loved you that if you believe in him he's wiped that all away He corrects us. He, he teaches us as a loving father, you know, here's how a lot of the correction is. Hey man, I want you to follow me, walk with me. I want you to look, give me your heart first, and then I'll have the right one for you, for you to give them your heart too, but give me your heart. Follow me. You can come to me And I can bless you and I can be with you and guide you in what relationship to have or where to work or where to live or who to marry. I can guide you or you can reject me and do it your own way. And in your own way, I'm not judging you or punishing you. You just chose to walk in your way and you're being cut up by your own stubbornness. That's not God's wrath or punishment. That's your own ignorance. Foolish ways. And that's Satan cutting you up, not God. So with all, all of us who've been there and been there for years through our stubbornness of when to come back or what to do, how, what is God's attitude toward us while we're out there? Making our own mistakes, getting cut up by the enemy. What is God the Father look like? What's he like? Is he a big, mean, angry God? No, we're singing it. He's a good, good, loving father. Here's his attitude. If you're out there, just like any of us would treat our own children who are struggling, is come back to me. Come to Me, all who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest for your souls. Take My yoke upon you. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Come to Me. He's reaching out as a loving Father saying, come unto Me. Praise the Lord. In bringing many sons to glory. Hallelujah. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. I'm the brother of Jesus. I'm bold enough to say it. and He's not ashamed to call me his brother. He's not ashamed to call them brothers. He says, I will declare your name to my brothers. And in the presence of the congregation, I will sing your praises. Hallelujah. And again, verse 13, I will put my trust in him. And again, he says, here I am and the children God has given me with him together glory to god wow you know watch this now in the old testament god revealed himself in a way but he wasn't fully done revealing himself to mankind he wanted to show us all of himself he wants to keep revealing himself in the old testament there was many names of god el shaddai God Almighty, He's an awesome God, an Almighty God, an eternal God, a God of miracles and signs and wonders and judgment and wrath. All kind of things. Adonai, the Lord God. Jehovah Jireh, He's my provider. Jehovah Rapha, He's my healer. Jehovah Nissi, He's my banner going into battle. Jehovah Shalom, He is my peace. Jehovah Raha, the Lord is my shepherd. But it wasn't until Jesus came... God's plan to now reveal Himself in a deeper way than ever before. Jesus revealed Him as Father God. The Old Testament uses the word Father only, let's see, what did I say? Ten times. The whole Old Testament. And it usually refers to the Father of the nation of Israel. Or the Father as creator of all mankind. Now, he can be, you can say somebody, the father is creator, but let's uh, go, go much deeper than that. God's not the father of all people. He's the father of them as their creator, but he's not their father. They're not in the family of God until they come through Jesus Christ. No one comes to the father except through me. You can be a created by the one, and, and in that realm, you might say he's the father of all but they're not in the family. He's not a personal father to them until they're saved through faith in Christ. So you have children of God and you have children of the devil in this world. Well, they say, well, what if they're just neutral? <laughs> they're children of the devil and they don't know it. Okay, they're under his blinders. They haven't received Christ yet. There's not a neutral, okay? You know, they might not be so bad compared to the next one, but if they're not born again, they don't know him as father yet, Okay. So, praise the Lord. So, you have all these names, but Jesus comes on the scene and he starts. Now, listen to this. So, I'm getting to the, 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 the meat of this message right here for you. Jesus comes and reveals God as a personal, loving daddy God. He uses that's his favorite expression all through the life of Christ to talk to his father. He calls him Father. Father, Daddy God, 65 times in the synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the three Gospels that are very alike, synoptic, it's synonym, they're similar, 65 times in those three, but you know, John likes to come out and spill the beans and say who Jesus is in the first sentence, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, All things were made by him, the Word. The Word became flesh. He just comes out in the opening line and said, Jesus is God. Well, over a hundred times, John calls God Father. So 160 times, 165 times, right in the New Testament right there. And not to mention how many times Paul refers to it in his epistles. So in the Old Testament, we see God as this, you know, Creator, miracle worker, you know, leader, military might, you know, wiping out the evil and blessing Israel. But in the New Testament, when Jesus comes, he comes to reveal him deeper and shows him as his love and as a father willing to die for his children. No greater love. So Jesus reveals the love of the true Father in a way that's never... He reveals it in a way you can have a personal relationship with a loving God. Luke 15 tells us the story of the prodigal son that most Christians are familiar with. But I'm just going to show it to you from a little different angle right now. Okay? Luke 15, you know man has two sons one of them says hey give me my inheritance now he goes out and blows it all and then he can't eat he's struggling he's finally down low enough where he looks up and says hey i need to go back to my father most christians know that story amen Amen. okay but i want to see it from a different angle really here's another angle the story is about the father's loss The loss of the father, of a son who rejected him and all that he had for him, and the plan he had for him, and the life he had for him, and a son who rejected him and went away. The father's loss. So really, if you look at it from a big picture, the prodigal son is also a story about mankind's loss, the the father's loss when God created man. To enjoy relationship with Him. To bless Him in the Garden of Eden. And to provide the whole creation. And have mankind rule in His name over all creation. This son was going to grow up to be you know, the ruler over all the father had. Along with his brother. And the son rejected and went away. Well, mankind fell and went away from God. And the rest of the story... Of the whole gospel is about God's love. Going back to that lost son and reaching him to restore him. Amen. So while the son was a far way off. Deep in despair. Turning and say, I'm going to repent and go back to my father's house. The father knew it all along. While uh, she was being hurt and slapped down. Jesus went down with her. love it. Was waiting. The father's there the whole time, but as soon as the heart was right and turned, the Bible says the father ran to him welcomed him restored the son fully back to his rightful place don't you see it's a picture of the whole gospel the big picture uh, mankind rejected God went away and the whole gospel the whole story about God reaching out to man to restore him back to glory glory all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, God, He loved the world so much, He sent His Son to redeem the Son, to make it better, to get Him back in right relationship and restore us back to glory. Hallelujah! Amen. The glorious life that He wants us to enjoy that overwhelms us so much, it flows out to others. Amen? Amen? The Bible says, how great is the love the Father has lavished us. 1 John 3, and we're getting ready to close. We're going to sing it in a minute. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us. Amen? This is love, not that we first love Him, but He loved us. You know, the Bible says in Luke 12, if you're taking some notes here, do not be afraid, little flock. For your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Church, I want you to see yourself that Jesus Christ, as our big brother, took the punishment for us. Took the punishment for us and restored us back to the Father. Now, we, we, that's why we come together. We sing praises to Him. We gather together and we worship the One who saved us all. Hallelujah. I want you to see yourself as the brother of Jesus. Amen? He's the firstborn of many brethren. He restored you back into right relationship, and God sees you as righteous as Jesus because Jesus restored you and gave you everything he had. Now it says, God the Father is pleased to give you, the church, his sons and daughters, the kingdom. The kingdom. Man, he gave us the whole creation. Satan stole it through Jesus Christ. We've won it back, and he's given us the kingdom, hallelujah. We're in this world. The fallen nature is all around us, but he has overcome the world, and we're taken back little by little, step by step, city by city, life by life. Hey, we're going to Uganda and take back some religious junk they were involved in and teach the truth that they might teach it other and continue to grow it, hallelujah, and it's happening all over the world. I want to tell you, He's a good, good Father. He's a Father who protects, who loves, who cares for you, who teaches, who guides. Let's honor Him and sing to God as we close that He's a good, good Father. And I'm just going to pray and believe. You can cut these lights down low right now. I'm going to pray and believe that as we sing this song, those of you who haven't known the love of a Father... Maybe you haven't been a good father or you didn't have a good father. I just want you to taste and see and let the love of Father God touch you right now. Receive his love. Experience today even as you sing.